Hello there. Spiritual practice is essentially about becoming aware of the non-corporeal aspect of life. The omnipotent united consciousness that is the basis of who and what we really are. When we become aware of this consciousness, we begin to live our lives differently. We begin to live our lives in a way that allows the qualities of this united consciousness to shine through our being so that we are living embodiments of that consciousness. This is what the concept of the living Buddha, the living Christ, or becoming the embodiment of the higher self is all about. This incorporeal united consciousness is imbued with certain qualities such as unconditional love and awareness and spaciousness and presence and creation and destruction and stillness and expansion, etc. Spiritual teachers are here to help people to allow these specific qualities to shine through them. But spiritual teachers tend to focus on or specialize in teaching other people to embody one of these qualities, whichever one they determine from their individual identity is most important to embody. This would not be a kind of travesty if source consciousness or this united consciousness were straightforward. But this is a quantum universe, and so source consciousness is not straightforward. Instead, it's imbued with many contradictions, many paradoxes. For example, one of the qualities that is imbued within source consciousness is stillness. Another is expansion, which is a kind of movement. A teacher of stillness can teach stillness to a degree that their disciples begin to reject expansion and thus disallow themselves from embodying the expansion aspect of their higher self and experiencing the beautiful gifts inherent in that experience. A teacher of expansion can teach expansion to the degree that their disciples reject stillness and thus disallow themselves from embodying the stillness aspect of their higher self and experiencing the beautiful gifts inherent in that experience. It is the merging of these beautiful dichotomies that present the opportunity for the most progression of our human consciousness on this planet at this time. And perhaps the dichotomy that offers the most expansion at this time is the dichotomy of still presence versus deliberate creation. You are familiar with the concept of embodying creation because it is taught today through so many channeled entities. It's the idea that you can create your own reality because you, as an extension of source consciousness, are imbued with that same creator energy. And so, using your thoughts, you can decide what is wanted, focus on what is wanted, and thus create that in your reality, using your emotional guidance system, of course, to lead you in the direction of that which is wanted. Creation causes expansion or movement within the united consciousness. You are also familiar with the concept of embodying the still presence aspect of united consciousness. This is the concept that is taught by so many yogis and meditation experts. It is the being completely present in the now in a way where one disidentifies with thoughts, which halts the momentum of thought and allows one to exist in a state of pure being, experiencing oneself as the stillness or space in which the thoughts and emotions take place. Teachers of both disciplines tend to reject the opposing discipline, 
arguing, of course, that that opposing discipline takes disciples farther away from becoming the embodiment of this united consciousness than closer to it. In other words, many teachers of still presence argue that creation causes one to become completely identified with the wanting of the ego and thus ignorant to the eternal self. Many teachers of creation argue that still presence causes one to exempt themselves from participation in life and, more importantly, participation in universal expansion. Both can be correct about the other because each is sitting in a perspective where they can clearly see the unconscious, or shall we say, shadow aspect of the opposing discipline. But what each is missing is the gifts inherent in each other's discipline. Each holds the key for the other because each dichotomy holds the key for avoiding the shadow potential in the other. We are not meant to live our lives in a state of waking meditation any more than we are meant to become consumed in endless seeking by the ego. In other words, it is the practice of still presence that enables the practice of creation to occur without a practitioner falling into completely identifying with the wanting of the ego and thus becoming ignorant to the eternal self. It is the practice of creation that enables the practitioner of still presence to practice still presence without falling into exempting themselves from participation in life and expansion. Call this a marriage or a union of opposites. We can see what the beautiful union of dichotomies would look like practically through the progression of spirituality in the following three steps. One, we first become interested in embodying the creation aspect of universal consciousness. We realize that we can create our own reality and we can do so with our own minds. But what we do is we begin to create entirely from the perspective of the ego. This is what was happening when you were watching the movie The Secret. It's what felt off about it. We were deliberately creating, but we were not disidentified with the ego enough to understand that we were creating entirely from ego. Two, we become aware of the ego, both the light side of the ego and the shadow aspect of the ego. This creates a disidentification with the ego, which is incredibly critical because at that moment we are able to recognize that we in our waking life are essentially the junction between two aspects of ourselves, two points of perspective. The first is the eternal self, the second is the temporal self. Three, we now begin to create our lives intentionally, except this time we are doing so from the perspective of the eternal self. Our ego is not using us. We have disidentified with it enough to be able to be objective about it. And so, our ego is a tool that our eternal self is now using for its conscious creation. Therefore, we are quite literally consciously creating from the aspect of our higher selves. We are walking, breathing embodiments of the universal consciousness. In short, we go from unconscious creators to conscious beings to conscious creators. I urge you to consider that all of the practices that spiritual teachers offer are in fact merely tools to enable you to allow yourself to become the embodiment of universal consciousness and the various qualities inherent in that consciousness. Becoming attached to a specific spiritual quality or a specific tool to help you to actualize a specific quality could cause you to disallow the others, especially the ones on the opposite side of the scale. This is really what the Buddha recognized when he discovered the middle path. 
Time will see us learning to develop the choice and thus the flexibility to fully embody all of the qualities of source consciousness equally, even the seeming dichotomies. We will take thought beyond what thought has been before and thus participate fully in expansion. We will also experience the pure being inherent in spacious presence. They will take place within us like a beautiful blend of stillness and movement. They will take place within us like a beautiful dance of darkness and light. Have a good weekend.